Hey, what's up, it's Denia Azure. Be sure to follow me all over social media at Denia Azure, D-A-N-A-Y-A-A-Z-U-R-E. And like the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Denia Designs for you, facebook.com forward slash Denia Azure Radio. And be sure to subscribe to me on YouTube. Just type in Denia Azure. Hey, it's your boy K4S of K4S Entertainment. You're tuned in to Denizor Radio on the Legacy Platform service. Welcome. This is Denizor Radio. I have the owner of K4S Entertainment and HFL Magazine. Kevin Forrest is back in the building. How have you been? Oh, my God, it's been forever. <laughs> what's going on? What's going on? Yeah, it's been a while. I'm here. I'm here. I'm doing good. So this is the tenth year of HFL magazine, yeah. sir. <laughs> the last time you were on yeah. was the third year anniversary. How does this feel? Yeah. It's amazing, you know, like to do it this long and to do it independent. You know what I'm saying? It's just like it's an incredible feeling to know that we were able to be as competitive as we've been and put out quality content for such a long time and be a part of so many people's lives. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's amazing. You know, what's, what's so funny about this, this whole situation is the last time you came on, I was just kind of helping you out a little bit and I was a fan of the magazine. And now I can proudly say that I am on staff at HBFL magazine and it is the best feeling ever. (laughs) Definitely, definitely one of the best people I've ever worked with. Totally vibe. Like, it's been an amazing ride. You know, and I and I, um, I said every time we talk about the magazine, I think the biggest thing about HFL Magazine is that it's we support independent artists, we support independent businesses, and we also showcase um, artists that not necessarily are – well, they were mainstream, but they've kind of, you know, they've kind of fallen back for a little bit, but they're still icons. Mm-hmm. So we're giving them their flowers as they're here. You know, it was That's just true. amazing. But the but the biggest thing is that is the way that this magazine supports black women and appreciates black women and doesn't exploit black, black women. Like so many other magazines do that, which drives me insane. <laughs> and that's why yeah, I've always no, said that was the biggest thing. That was my biggest thing. Yeah was that I was able to show my mother the magazine that I was featured in, and that was just the best feeling ever. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that was important. Like, that was an important um, point for me when I started the magazine. Even, even if I went with the, you know, the category of, you know, like beauty of the month or vision of beauty or something like that, it was still someone that, like, you know, although they may have been, like, a aesthetically appealing they were still doing other major things and you had to appreciate their mind and respect them as individuals you know it wasn't like you know xyz stripper from wherever <laughs> you know what i'm saying like from some <laughs> random place it was like you know these were like uh doctors lawyers business women you know managers you know marketers ceos shop owners these were people that were you know, doing some major things, and they just happen to be pretty. And, and we didn't really stick to a particular body type either. Like, it was mm-hmm. like, you know, it, we, we, tried to, we tried to definitely run the gamut with that because, 
you know, women are pretty in all types, especially black women. So Definitely, definitely. What do you think is the main thing that makes HFL Magazine stand out above the rest? I think I think it's really the fusion blend that we have without the politics. You know what I'm saying? Like the fact that we do independent, but we also do mainstream, and we meld it together so that everyone is presented in an iconic way. So there's no lesser than when it comes to, to HFL Mag. You know, everybody is equally equally represented, and you know, it's not like someone's getting a corner of a page. You know, while you know, the cover story is getting 15 pages, you know. And I think there's a, I think there's right. a good equal representation of both sides of it. And because of that, you know, it, it puts it puts people in a position where they feel like, man, you know, like, you know, I could be in here too. I could, I, I could be, you know, showcased and put out there. You know, what I'm doing is just as important as the person I see on TMZ or on The Source or, you know, on um, – on VH1 or any of those channels, like you know, I matter. Also, I think I think that melding that and kind of still giving it to the people, you know what I mean, making the people an important part of HFL. I think that helps it to stand apart because a lot of times you have these other publications and they're overcharging people, you know, because they have one single person on the cover who's a notable, right. you know, celebrity, and at HFL. We don't do that, you know, like, you know, all cost points are reasonable. And a lot of times people just get featured because they're just doing great things and we feel like the readers need to know about it. So. Absolutely. And Kevin Forrest, owner of HFL Magazine and KFRS Entertainment, is my guest here on the Night Azure Radio. You know, the one thing that I would say that also uh, that's the standout about HFL is that yeah. We, you, and you've done it before I got there. You just know how to take talent. <laughs> like, you know when somebody's on their cusp and are about to blow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was just pretty dope. We've been very fortunate. Yeah, like, we've been very fortunate in that way um, where, you know, and, that, and that's another thing to why you and I vibe because we're, able to, we're both able to do that. So what it's become is the legacy of HFL is really the ability to spot talent early. And then as these people continue to become larger or to go into other avenues and become large in those avenues, there's still an affiliation with HFL Magazine on that journey. And that's a really big thing. A lot of times, you know, when, when someone's already at the top of their game, you know, now you're clamoring and competing, you know, with all of these other places you know, you know that now finally recognize them, but we get a different level of respect from the people that we feature because we saw them when no one else did. You know what I mean? And like that—that that definitely is always something that you know I take—you know—I I take seriously, and I'm honored for to be able to be a part of so many beginning stories. Absolutely. For those who don't know, before. It, Kevin created HFL, he was a successful music producer, an internationally known music producer. So what made you shift from music 
into creating the magazine? Uh, that's a great question. I mean, it was really just opportunities or a lack of opportunities. You know what I mean? Like, like I had to get to a certain level, you know, before anyone would even want to hear my story or, or what, you know, what I was about. And, and as I was getting there, I just kept thinking if I ever had the opportunity, I would create a platform where people that are serious about their craft or what they're doing will be able to get that kind of opportunity and be able to leverage it to continue to be great. And so I started with K4SCNT.com, um, and that that site had, I think, 800,000 hits in like six months at the time. And then I transitioned K4SCNT.com into HFL Magazine into the print and uh, digital publication. So. Now, that's another question. So there are all these digital magazines out there. What made you decide to go for the digital and print combination? Because you could have just gone digital just like everybody else. Yeah. So why was it so yeah, important for you to have the digital and the print? Yeah, I mean, I wanted to make sure that I covered all bases because I knew that there were people that even if it wasn't um, – you know, even if they weren't necessarily into print publications, that, you know, they would want to have that, you know, as a, as a keepsake for them or their family or their grandparents, you know, that, that don't go on the Internet, you know. And there's something about having something tangible. It's like, it's like a trophy, right? Like you can't hold a digital print or a digital cover of yourself, you know what I'm saying? But you can mm-hmm. hold a print magazine, you can frame it. You can say, I remember the time when I was with featuring the magazine with, you know, Gunplay from Maybach Music or Rashida Frost mm-hmm. or, you know, Nikki Lynette or like, like you can say these things and you have something tangible to hold and to flip through, you know, that is of quality and, and, it, and, and, it, and it counts, you know, it's like an achievement. So it was important for me to be able to, kind of cover all of the bases because you're definitely right. I mean, if I would have done it all digital, it would have cost me a lot less. Like I spend a lot of money <laughs> keeping it in print. <laughs> like, like, you know, and then the digital doesn't cost me or anyone who does digital it doesn't cost them anything, <laughs> you know. Um, right. So, so, yeah, but it was important for me to be able to cover all of those bases for the people that, are on the internet regularly and for, even for those that aren't, you know. Absolutely. And Kevin Forrest, owner of HFL Magazine and K4S Entertainment, is my guest here on Zania Azure Radio. Oh, my goodness. It's, there's so many questions that I have when it comes to this. But <laughs> what would you say, now think about this, I know you've had 10 years of interviews, what would you right. say was your most memorable interview and why? I think my most memorable interview, mm, that's a tough one cause I have, because because they're all memorable for specific reasons, and I think I do have, like, a top two. So I'll probably do both. So um, I did an interview with an independent um music producer named Tough Junkie um, in the beginning of my career. And it was 
memorable because in that interview I felt like I felt like the the knowledge that he was given, the wisdom that he was given, I was able to actually apply it to my life. Like he, his interview was one of the reasons why I understood that it is possible to be successful as an entrepreneur because he made a very good point, and I'll never forget it. He said to me, the problem is that people think that they have to be rich, but it's not that you have to be rich. You have to be able to cover whatever your expenses are, and then whatever you have left is now become your leisure money, right? So when we feel like we're trapped in a call center or in a nine-to-five job or whatever, it's not really that you're trapped. It's that you haven't figured out how to monetize your gift to replace that income. We keep thinking we need to monetize our gift to be rich. But if you can monetize it just to replace your income, you can put, you in a, you put yourself in a position where then you can kind of monetize it to be even more successful because now you have the freedom that you don't have when you're, you know, clocking in and making other people rich that don't care about you. <laughs> so, um, right. so that interview, that interview was memorable for me. Another interview that was memorable for me, um, uh, another interview that was memorable for me was, um, Gunplay from Maybach Music because when I did an interview with Gunplay, he was driving in his car at the time, and you know I think um you know I think he may have been like medicated because he was saying a lot of a lot of paranoid um <laughs> a lot of paranoid things and I could tell he was swerving in traffic and I was like damn, if, if I get this guy killed by being on the phone with this guy, like, this is going to be a Oh, my goodness. So, so <laughs> he's, like, swerving, and we're talking about, like, swastikas and all kinds of other, like, weird-ass um, uh, conspiracy theory shit because he, you know, he was just kind wow. of Wow. And so that was another memorable one for me. I was like, you know, I'm like, we just need to get through this. Like, I don't know what's happening. Right now. Like, it sounds like you're going like 90 on like Ocean Drive right now. So I don't know. But, but yeah, like that was a wild interview. I mean, I've had a couple, you know what I mean? There's a couple of them, a couple of them that are, you know, that are um, pretty memorable to me, but those two stick out the most because that one with him was a little wild. And then the other definitely. one was more educational, you know. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So what would you say has been some of your struggles um, with, the, with the magazine, and what did you do to overcome, overcome them? I think like with any independent business, one of the biggest struggles is um, being taken seriously, right, because – you're not um, co-signed by a major, you know. It wasn't like, you know, we were being published by, you know, like Double XL or The Source or something like that. Like I was publishing it myself. So, you know, like having people take it seriously is, was probably the most difficult. The only way I was really able to overcome that was in my presentation 
of the of the magazine. You know what I'm saying? Like I had to I had to make it look as good as those other publications, if not better, in order to in order to bypass that. And I would tell anybody in entrepreneurship, it's it's about your visual. It's about your presentation. If people think your product mm-hmm. is bigger or important than or more important than it may be at the time, they're more likely to jump on board to that product. And so we did that with HFL. You know, we started out, you know, with a, a quick free template or whatever and then when the, and then when I was able to kind of get some money coming in from uh, you know, selling it out of the trunk of my car, it was um then time to 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 upgrade the visual. Once the visual got upgraded, then it was easier, right? Because it because I was still still early in the game, so it wasn't like I had a, a slew of celebrities, you know, kind of going through HFL. But I was able to present a more polished product, and that's always going to be mm-hmm. you know the important thing. The more polished your product is, the easier it is to sell the idea or the concept or whatever to other people. Definitely. Yeah, and, it, and it's always been a polished product, and I think that's uh, a big a big thing too. Because, like, I know whenever I bring it out, because I've, I've been buying it since since the minute um, <laughs> my jewelry got featured, so I've been buying it ever since, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's just like the and, issue or something like that, yeah. Yep, the third issue. Yep, yep. <laughs> you know, and so I think I think I missed like one or something. But uh, <laughs> the crazy part was like when I, you know, when I would show it to people, it's just the reaction was like, wow, <laughs> where is this from? And and it's always it's so funny because they're always like, this is yours. I'm like, no, no, no. The owner's in the or, the owner's in Florida. I'm like, no, this is not mine. The owner's in Florida. <laughs> you know. Um, and it, but it, it, this is before I even got to be a part of the staff. It was super dope, you know, yeah. to know um, that people were thinking because because of how I'm showcasing it, because I'm taking it everywhere I'm going, you know. People are like, this is yours? Like, no, no. I'm just helping to promote it because my children are always featured, you know, that kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, and that was the, you know, but, that, but that's the thing, though, that, that presentation, like, <clears throat> like, obviously when you're independent, you have to start somewhere. But the goal mm-hmm. is to not look independent, even though you are independent. Like you yes. have to be able to to compete, right? Because even if you're trying to create your own little niche, maybe you don't need the millions of followers, viewers, or whatever. But if you're still just trying to convince 300 people, you know, that, to to fuck with your product, you have to have a product that's comparable to the ones that millions of people are buying. Otherwise, those 300 people right. still won't buy into the product. Yep. And, and Kevin Forrest, owner of HFL Magazine and K-Fresh Entertainment, is my guest here on Denial Is Your Radio. And I remember the yeah, very yeah. first project that I worked on for HFL, um, like officially, was when I featured my girl, Yaya. Y'all have heard her music. Yeah. You hear it every time on Denial Is Your Radio, and you hear it on her story broadcast as well. So the yeah. dopest part about yeah, this yeah. was, this, I found out that she was featured on the cover like the day before it was going to drop and I almost hit the floor because um, for those of you who don't know the first time I was featured I had a very very small feature on the cover but like the bigger feature was inside and I was trying to explain that 
And I was so happy because I didn't have to explain where the jewelry was. It's like right on the front cover. I was at the shoot that we did it at. You know, it was featuring the connector, mm-hmm. and my mom loved that cover to the point of like I actually gave it to her um, as a gift for a birthday at one point. You know, because that was her, that was her favorite issue because she got that was the first time that she got to see her baby's work on the cover of a magazine, and it was a dope <laughs> magazine. It wasn't just like you know something small, or whatever. You could really see it, and it was an artist that, that she that she loved as a daughter as well. So, you know, shout out to her. Rest in peace, mom. Like, she was incredible. And she and she loved the magazine. Like, she every time it came out, she was so proud. <laughs> you know, it was, it, was, it was a beautiful moment. It really, really was. Um, and she was just really, really encouraging when it came to me writing for the, for the magazine. That was the biggest thing. She was like, she was like, because uh, she knows that, that I do a lot of work. And she's wanted to make sure that I was taken care of in terms of, you know, what I was doing. And so she was happy to see that I was getting recognized for once. So I thank you for that because that was a big, big step for me um, to be able to now go around and be like, yes, I wrote that. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I write yeah. for this. Like, I work here. It's, it's the best feeling in the world. Yeah, that's where it started. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like it was a it was a dope piece. You know, the the photograph was dope. You know, um, like you really spearheaded that issue, and you know, and that was kind of like the start of like a, a beautiful working relationship. You know? Yes, yes. You know, and I think what and I can say for me for sure that I know when it comes to independent artists and, and featuring independents. Mm-hmm. It's so important because if you feature them now, when they get bigger, they remember you. Yep. And mm-hmm. I always talk about my story when it comes to Sandy Red. Shout out to Sandy Red Music. You guys, you guys hear her, hear her um, on the Niger Radio in rotation as well. She was featured on The Voice, mm-hmm. but I knew her before she was featured yep. on The Voice. And this, the line that stands out to me and always will was when, you were at the Vic Hotel at, at a celebrity open mic, and she comes up to me and says, "Do you know who's performing?" I said, "No." She's like, "But you're in the you're in the audience, right front and center, like you know who's performing. You're literally cheering for every single person that jumps on stage." And I was like, "Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I'm supposed to do. That's, that's how I was raised." Mm-hmm. And because of that, we maintained a relationship, so it made right. it easier when she was on The Voice to hit her manager up and be like, hey, you know, I want to feature her. I've been, we've been talking for a minute, and it was just a matter of getting through NBC. Lord, <laughs> I, that was, I've never been so nervous to send an email in my life. <laughs> but when they came back and they, came, and they sent the photos over, I was just like, oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh, we got it! Like I was like yeah, screaming. Yeah, that, that was a major. Because, that was a major issue too. Like it was just like, yeah, you know, like the presentation, you know, of the magazine and your networking, you building a relationship with Sandy Red as a person. You know, like like those are two facets that a lot of people and entrepreneurs don't understand. Like like you can be an army of one, and that's cool. But you have to have you have to have a network of people that are in places that you are not. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and you have and when the opportunity presents itself, you have to have a product that's presentation ready. You know what I'm saying? Yes, absolutely. You know, and as far as 
other networking um, when it came to, to Kenyon Glover when he was featured. Um, that opened up the opportunity for us to, to network, and, and he hit me up on in, like on Instagram and Twitter and all of that. And then I connected him with Casey Bisbaugh, owner of Life After Sports, and he actually hosted mm-hmm. some of the some of our events for us. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that yeah. opportunity never would have came had I not seen him at HFL because I wouldn't have known because I didn't follow basketball like that. You know what I'm saying? So like right. there are so many opportunities that came after that. That that just that just make the publication such an icon, and that's why we're going into ten years. I cannot believe it. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, amazing to say ten years. Like, <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> like it's just you know, like it's just kind of amazing me sometimes. You know, like we push the envelope every year. You know, for for ten years. You know, from yes. the presentation of the magazine, the types of people who are featured, like. You know, and people pay attention, and people buy it, and people, people are 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 proud of it. They're proud of you. They're proud of me. They're proud to know someone personally that's really doing this for real. You know, um, yeah. you know, it's just it's just amazing. Like we we carry like the hopes of a lot of entrepreneurs. You know, with mm-hmm. how we conduct this business. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And Kevin Forrest, owner of HFI Magazine and K-Force Entertainment is my guest here on Denia Azure Radio. You know, I think what's so funny is that um, when we had the, the three-year anniversary, we had, like, we actually had Collins and, and like, the whole city called it. And it was the yeah, most yeah. beautiful <laughs> experience because people that had called in the hesitation, like, the first issue had called in because they remembered it, because of the way that they were treated after. I think the biggest thing that we do that's different is that we follow careers after the feature. Right. We actually care. <laughs> we like we're yeah. still showcasing them. We're still showing love. We're making sure we're showing making sure that people know that this is HFL alumni. You know all of that kind of stuff. And he will recognize that because they're like, oh, you still I'm done, but you're still caring about what I'm doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. most magazines don't do it. Most newspapers don't care. They're on to the next. But once you become yeah. featured, you're part of the family. <laughs> yeah. And they're showing exactly. love constantly. Yeah, it's a, you know, and, and I think that's a big part of it. Like you said, part, being a part of that family, that HFL alumni, you know, that that is a big deal because normally with independence, and, you know, the owner will just – you know, they're trying to get what they're trying to get from it, and then that's it. You'll never hear from them again. You might see them out at an event or something like that, or they, they may offer you an opportunity to do something you have to, you have to pay for or whatever the case may be, but you know, in, in regards to what you're doing after the fact, no one cares, right? They, they, they don't care. Mm-hmm. And then what we do here is we keep up and, and we care. You know, we don't catch everything, of course, because we're talking at this point hundreds of people, right, going to right. HFL magazine. So, so <laughs> you know, we, we don't catch everything, but we do try to try to keep up with as many people as possible. Right. And that's what makes it real. You know, yeah, and even so. during the issue, you're featured for two months. Like, you're, like you are, it's not just one and done. You're, you get featured, you get promoted for two months <laughs> during, you know, during yeah. your entire feature. 
we're showing love, you know, I think, and that's a, that's a big deal because like I said, most people don't do that kind of thing. They kind of do it for the first week, maybe care about a couple of two, two weeks possibly, but after that it's on to the next. Yeah, a lot of times, if you're lucky, you know, because uh, th- these publications will will try to put something out every 30 days. And so because mm-hmm. of that, you know, you might get three weeks, maybe maybe two, three weeks, and then that's it. You know what I mean? And so you, you would have mm-hmm. paid, you know, $100, $200 or whatever to, to feature in this publication, you know, with, with you know, okay promotion. And then it, that's it, you know, you're gone. Whereas HFL, we could still be talking about you 10 years from now because you just keep yeah. doing amazing shit and you were with HFL, you know, at one point. Absolutely. And so so, so now you've had choices to change up the magazine, I'm sure, on multiple occasions. What has made you keep it focused on features as opposed to ads? Well, I mean, I mean, ad ad revenue, of course, is 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 where money is when you're talking about like websites and publications and things like that. But my brand, K4S Entertainment, I'm fortunate to be able to have revenue in multiple places, so I don't have to fill out a magazine with a bunch of ads, right? I can keep it uh, people focused because it allows for those people to get the, 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 the shine or the spotlight, you know, the way that they should without any distractions. And I think that's important. So it's, so it's, more, it's, it's more for them more than me, right, because, you know, I, because, you know by declining to put ads in uh, HFL, you know, like a bunch of ads all over the place, there's certain, certain revenue that I'm leaving on the table but that's on purpose because I don't want it to compromise the product. You know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I agree. It it does. Um, it really does. It, make, it gives me joy to see the reaction of people when they're featured and like realizing that it's not just like one page. They're like getting three or four pages and they're just like, wait, what? <laughs> the reaction is yeah. priceless. Oh my goodness. You know, I and I think you you said it right when it comes to people between the digital versus the the print copy. Like, mm. I wish I could tape every single one because this the reaction is beautiful because it's just like the first thing I say is I'm gonna tell my parents that you know that kind of thing. I gotta get one for my mom. Mm. I gotta get one for my dad. You know, yeah. because become that that tangible piece that I was featured in this publication and it looks good and it's quality and you know, and it's black owned, which is a huge thing, you know, um, and that's one thing too, like what, you know, what made you decide to keep it black owned and be the face of it? Because a lot of people will kind of, you know, they might not want to know, want people to know that it's black owned. So it made you like so adamant to to make sure that people knew that it was black owned and to continue to stay the face of it as opposed to just, you know, going to get um, a white face in front of it. I mean, I think it's uh, a, <laughs> honestly, I think it's like a little bit of arrogance. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, for me, it was like, when people see this publication, it's put together so well 
that there's no way that they could think that it's 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 all black. You know, it's all black owned. And I wanted people to be I wanted people to be like, you know, I it's a black owned business giving the rest of these white owned magazines a run for their money out here. And you need to know that. You know what I mean? Like you need to understand <laughs> that's what's happening. You know what I mean? That same person that you saw, you know, that with the blonde hair and the blue eyes on Bravo and they're on GQ or whatever. Yeah, they're in here too. You know why? Because this black woman magazine is doing the damn thing and you need to know that. <laughs> so, 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 so it was really more, it was really more of like an arrogance kind of thing, really. Cause of course, if I would have done it the other way, yeah, maybe I would have, maybe I would have got ahead a lot more quickly just because that's just the way the business works. But by doing it this way, it it goes to show that you can be black, you can be successful, you can have a polished product. It doesn't have to be bootleg. It doesn't have to look like you, um, you know, like you drew it on construction paper. Like it can it can be something good, and it can be black owned. And there are multiple products out there like that. And it was important for me to in this space in the media space for people to understand that like, you know, like, you know, this is black, this is blackity, blackity, black, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, you know, you you want to talk to the people that run this, you're going to have to speak to a black man. You're going to have to speak to a black woman and you're going to have to get your ducks in a row. Like this is, this is real business over here. Um, And so it was just kind of important for me to let the world know, you know, like, like we're black and we have something to say and it's not some, it doesn't have to be some raggedy bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like we can, we can produce quality products, quality brands as well. And so that that was a big important thing for me. Cause like you see a lot of times with these other magazines, even some of the mainstream ones that had black owners, they have black owners and a partner and that partner was like a white guy mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and the white guy is the one yeah. who was able to fund finance, get the connections, blah, blah, blah. that that didn't happen here. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, like right. you get all of this on the strength of blackness. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yes. and, that was, and that was important to me. Like, like, so it was really, you know, uh, really like, like, arrogance you know what i'm saying like no i can make this shit work and and i can let the world know that it's black yeah black owned you know what i'm saying like you know because of course we feature people from everywhere but i can let the world know mm-hmm. that it's black owned and it, and they're gonna buy it <laughs> period <laughs> you know, yeah and, and <laughs> absolutely so you are officially 10 years in the game when it comes to this magazine. Yep, yep. What do you want your legacy to be? I feel like, I feel like with the magazine, like, like the, the legacy for me is the amount of people that have been able to leverage it to go to the next level. There have been a lot of people who have, you know, by being in HFL, by having that tangible product and seeing their face next to a celebrity face or whatever the case may be, they've been able to, you know, get shows, get business, get clients, get, you know, get all of these other things and continue to push themselves and push their business. 
like, I want the legacy of HFL to be that HFL was for the people, you know what I'm saying? And and I did the best that I could to make sure that everyone benefited from it. So, You know, and that's what makes you so incredible. The one thing that I will say about you and HFL is that I probably would have given up jewelry making if it wasn't for you because <laughs> when um, when I was like at my wits and just so incredibly frustrated, Kevin literally said, "He's like, he's like, I see your your jewelry in movies and on television and on theater," and I'm just like, "Okay, whatever." <laughs> but now I can say right, but now I can say I've been featured on Fox. Uh, featured directly on Empire um, in one of the highest number, highest rated shows, like the highest rated, like it was the, the last show of the first season, which was, had the highest numbers yeah, yeah, in television yeah. history, actually. <laughs> you know, uh, I've been featured in several movies. Shout out to Call Center. Uh, shout out to King's Hannies. Shout out to September Rain. Um, and most of the music videos. TLC. You did TLC. Yep, TLC. Yes, yes, yes. On TLC. I was featured on the TLC website as well as on TLC. You know, and, and that was just the most beautiful, beautiful moment. But had I listened to everyone else that was just like, you know, I used to have this cousin, sister, brother that used to make jewelry, and <laughs> why are you still doing this, and yada, 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 had I listened right. to them none of that would have happened. Well, had, yeah, had I listened yeah. to them, I wouldn't even been connected with HFL anyways because I would have stopped doing jewelry a long time ago. Yeah, that's true. Because that's where, that's, where, that's where everything started. People ask, well, how did you get How did you get into this? Everybody wants to know how in the world to be a little girl from Chicago, get connected with the magazine, and get and start writing for them. Because yeah. when, my, when I talked about my small feature on the cover, the whole world about knew about my small feature on the cover because it was on every single social media profile that I had. My face was not shown the entire time that issue was out. And Kevin was like, who is this person that's really my magazine? Right. <laughs> like crazy. Yeah, and then he, know, did, like then he offered to do an ad for me. And then I had my own feature. And then the ad was running to the fact that it was in every issue, so I had to buy every issue because my ad's in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then it came the day when... Uh, uh-huh. You had an ad in there for almost the whole time. Yeah, yep, exactly. <laughs> but but then came the time when he said, you know, um, you know let's, let's try to work together officially. And I was just like, Okay, <laughs> and it was awesome because I was able to officially say that I work at HFL. Not that I'm just supporting it, showing love, but I but I work there, and I'm helping to write this product, and I'm interviewing these people on behalf of the magazine that I've been supporting since I knew it existed, and it has been so incredible and life-changing, and to be able to give people opportunities, to be able to give people their flowers um, that I've known for years, 
and just watching their reactions and watching what they're still doing is beautiful. And I thank you for trusting me and the people that I choose to feature because I've always heard her like, who is this person? They're not famous, but like, but I'm telling you they're going to do something. And then he sees they're on this TV show or doing this movie or whatever, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. from that feature. Yeah, and I mean, uh, and 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 you have a natural eye for that, you know, for being able to kind of pick a person, you know, that that is based on their work ethic and based on their vibe, and so it's easy for me to trust you with that, you know, because 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 that's usually something that I, I kind of keep on myself, you know, because I was you know I was doing it for five five six years before. You know, before uh, before we start working together, and you know, it 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 does make it easier, you know, to 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 continue the legacy. You know, when you have someone that is able to notice talent and think of things in the same same vein, same way that you can. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And Kevin Forrest on every Five Magazine is by guest here on Deny Azure Radio. And I'm so happy to have him back because we broke we broke blog talk last time, and I'm happy to have him back because we are on the next legacy legacy platform service, which is our own platform. I'm part owner of this platform, and so I had to have him back on for this ten year anniversary and just tell him so how incredibly proud I am of him, how incredibly how incredibly proud I am to be a part of this team, and it's definitely. It's going to keep growing. It's going to keep growing because what you have done with this publication has literally changed lives, and I've seen it. I have seen people go from yeah. customer service to now being on multiple movie screens around the world, changing states and all of that because they were featured, because you took the time out to listen to them, because you took the time out to to share their story and tell it in a way that it was respectful and it was showing love and it wasn't demeaning. I think that's the biggest thing that I love about HFL is that we support artists. We've never been that publication to just try to get the, the hottest scoop of what somebody did wrong. We're always doing whatever we can to uplift them and let them tell their stories, not just what the, 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 the little snapshot says, but tell their stories for real. And I thank you for that. Oh, I appreciate it. And I think I think that's another thing too, like that is um important or it goes back to the question you would ask about, you know, setting apart. A lot of times people will you know, they'll harp on the negative things because everybody wants to like what what do they say now? Everybody wants the tea, right? Everybody wants the, mm-hmm. the messy the messy part, you know. Um, well, what are you doing about your cheating husband or, you know, what about when you, you know, you stole this or that, like, that's what people want to focus on. And with HFL, you know, we might touch on something just because, you know, just because the, the individual may kind of lead into it, but it's not something that we set out to do. Like we don't set out to be right. Like, oh, well, you know, so how was the divorce? You know what I'm saying? Like we don't, mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't do that kind of, that kind of reporting in HFL. Yeah, you know, and I think for me, I would say one of my most memorable interviews has to be Derek Dow. 
and yeah. because like it was so funny like mm-hmm. man i didn't like it was as as i was doing the interview i'm sitting here like he needs to be the cover how am i going to convince him to make him the cover i need to <laughs> but it wasn't even the convincing once he got the story so. <laughs> because it was so beautiful to to know uh to know this person that that uh that I met through just networking had turned into this amazing film producer that had stuff on Showtime and was winning indie festivals and was doing all this amazing, all these amazing things and was like one of the first influencers for real, which is super awesome. Y'all got to go to get that issue. So go to um, www.k4sent.com and go back and search Search the issue for Derek Dow. Check that one out, cause baby, woo, honey, yeah. <laughs> it was a, it was a good one because it was like, yo, you were an influencer before there were influencers. How in the world? <laughs> and he was so casual, chill. Like the funny part was the way he described it. Like he kind of glossed over it. I was like, pause. Wait, what? <laughs> Push pause. You just say <laughs> that you got a car. On this company, yeah. and you got to drive in the car and get paid to drive in the car. But before <laughs> there was yeah. all this Instagram and all that, what? Oh, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> We're not brushing over that, honey. We're not doing that dust over that. You know, but he was he's still so humble. Um, and you wouldn't, you wouldn't know that just right, right off top of everything that yeah, he's done. Yeah. yeah, he's a good guy. He's you know? He's got really, a mm-hmm. really, really good story, positive energy. But, I mean, that's. You know, he he embodies HFL, like that hustler. Yes, mentality. yes. You know what I mean? Like when you think of the, the things that he's been through, but still the accolades that he was able to achieve, you know, along the way, like in spite of the obstacles or the struggles, you know, personally or mm-hmm. business-wise, you know, it definitely, it definitely needed to be told. Absolutely, absolutely. So... Last question, what's next for K4S Entertainment and what's next for HFL Magazine? I mean, HFL Magazine is, you know, I'm going to pretty much keep doing it. You know, the people people are responding well to it. I think this year now, you know, we've, we've gotten, you know, noticed by a lot of different networks when we put out things now. We do get reported on a lot of the mainstream platforms and things like that, like Fox and CBS and NBC and stuff like that. And so, you know, it's, as long as as long as long the people are feeling it, I'm going to keep doing it, you know, HFL. Like K4S Entertainment, you know, that's a little bit of a different story. You know, ideally I want to get into movies and media and, you know, things like that, like a small screen, big screen, and you know, more more black owned um intellectual property. Like more movies by us for us, you know, those types of things. And, you know, that would be the next level. You know, that would be that's probably the only thing I haven't done, you know. You know, I've touched on radio, I've touched on, you know, uh print publication. So really it's just like executive production of uh you know, movies and those kind of multimedia things that that I haven't really touched on yet. 
That's what's up. I'm excited. I'm super duper excited. And for those who don't know, what does K4S stand for? <laughs> oh yeah, that's it's a uh, it's phonetic. Uh, it stands for my first first initial of my first name and uh, the phonetic sounding of my last name. So K four basically. So K four S is just kind of a uh, phonetic acronym for my name. <laughs> so. so I I I ended with that to say this. Kevin literally made his name, his actual name, turned that into a brand as a household name. <laughs> yeah. Do not ever think that you cannot reach for your dreams because that is incredible. Like that, for the fact that that is your name and it's ringing bells around the industry still and now you're 10 years into an amazing publication, is a huge, huge feat. Like, that is incredible. So tell everybody where they can find you online, and they can order their copy of HFL Magazine. Yeah, absolutely. I'm on Instagram, K4S underscore E-N-T, so K4S Entertainment. And I'm on uh, Facebook, K4S Entertainment, and uh, the publication for HFL is on uh, www.k4sent.com. Um, you know, and I just appreciate the support and the love, you know. Absolutely. Thank you so much for coming on. You are absolutely amazing. We truly appreciate you. This is the Night Azure Radio. My guest was Kevin Forrest, the owner of HFL Magazine and K4S Entertainment. Make sure y'all go ahead and grab your copy of HFL today. Not now, but right now. Y'all are amazing. Thank you. Hey, it's K4S from K4S Entertainment, and you're tuned in to the Legacy Platform Service. Hey, what's up? It's Denia Azure. Be sure to follow me all over social media at Denia Azure, D-A-N-A-Y-A-A-Z-U-R-E. And like the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Denia Designs for you, facebook.com forward slash Denia Azure Radio. And be sure to subscribe to me on YouTube. Just type in Denia Azure. Did you know that you can get all of your entertainment news at www.k4sent.com? Learn about the hottest celebrity gossip. Learn how to get those coins right. We celebrate blackness all year long at www.k4sent.com. Be sure to follow us all over social media at k4s underscore ent.